Should the Illinois House pass a ban on certain types of semi-automatic guns and magazines of long guns, 10 or more, or handguns, 15 or more? Your phone calls now at 217-629-7970. That's the phone number here live and local into the WMAY studio. I'm Greg Bishop, and you can join me each and every weekday morning from 6 to 9. We break down a lot of what happens at the Illinois State House. Of course, when they're in session, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, and uh, we'll, of course, be covering everything that happens at the State House today with the prospect of that ban on certain types of semi-automatic guns being passed by the House and possibly signed later this week by Governor J.B. Pritzker, uh, and you can expect that there's going to be lawsuits. Uh, But I want to hear from you at 217-629-7970. That's the phone number here with Springfield's Morning News. Uh, Quick uh, uh, shout-out, though. Wanted to uh, send a special birthday message to a nine-year-old little man, William. Celebrating that birthday today. So happy birthday, buddy. Uh, Thumbs up. Uh, Be sure to give your dad a a big thumbs up and a thanks for that special birthday privilege. Uh, Thankfully, he didn't go out and spend any money on a cameo from uh, former Illinois Governor Rob Lagojevich. But hey, that's still a possibility, right? So, uh, William, uh, be sure to ask your dad for that. All right, 217-629-7970. That's the phone number here. Let's go ahead and get to your phone calls and uh, hear from you. Should the Illinois House pass this ban on certain types of guns? Good morning. Ah, hold on a second. All right, start start over. I turned the wrong pot up. Good morning. Hey, Greg. I'm sorry I, I, I'm calling back. I couldn't get the second question in. Um so is there a registration process attached to this? To the magazines? No. To the no, guns? No, 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 no. To, yes. to, to, to assault weapons. The, the semi-automatic weapons? Yeah, weapons. the semi-automatic yeah. weapons, yes. There is a registration process, an affidavit that you have to file with state police, and it includes the serial number of the firearm, and I believe the deadline to do so, if it's enacted, would be January 1st of 2024. Okay, for that principle alone, no, I'm not for the bill. The rest of it, I'm fine with, but that part of it, no. So you're fine with prohibiting future sale of these things, but you're not fine with telling law-abiding gun owners who purchase these firearms legally as their Second Amendment rights after already having getting a FOID card, a firearm owner identification card, you don't like the idea of registration. Why? Uh, I just don't think it's part. First of all, I don't believe it's constitutional. And just second of all, I just believe that that leads to future rounding them up. I know it sounds crazy. I'm going down that crazy path, but um, it is a way for them to do it in the future whenever they decide to. I don't think that's crazy at all because I'm looking at a story from November out of uh, Connecticut where uh, the governor there is actually suggesting uh, doing a uh, do-over of their law and actually going after the 80,000 semi-automatic firearms that they have. Uh, governor Ned Lamont in Connecticut said this week, back in November, he wants to go after the thousands of firearms legally kept in Connecticut under several grandfather provisions of the state's decades-old assault weapons ban. So, yeah, uh, that's that's a concern a lot of people have is that registration leads to confiscation. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't uh, agree with any kind of registration process, exactly. The rest of the laws, um, yes, I believe we have enough assault weapons on the street. There's enough pre-ban stuff that would be out there to buy. So, and it's not really violating rights. It's not taking anything from anybody. But I think if you go down the process of registration, 
there's only one purpose for that, and that would be for rounding them up. What other reason, like the previous caller said, would you need for a registration process at all? So. It's an interesting question, uh, and the governor says he, he wants to make sure that there's a full accounting of uh, semi-automatic guns. That's why he wants a registration. Uh, let's go to the phones again, 217-629-7970. Good morning. You're on WMAY. I swore I wouldn't get in on this, but I, I, I got to. Uh, I wake up this morning and find out I'm a criminal. Yeah, this is great. Uh, what I find ironic is that Pritzker, who is Jewish, is doing the same thing that Hitler did in Germany in 1935. Uh, first, he registered. you had to register all your weapons. Then you, they were confiscated. I guess the question is, at what point do they start building the concentration camps that are going to have to be built to house and hold all of the law-abiding citizens who are now criminals? Now, sir, I got to push back and say those are inflammatory uh, uh, statements you just made, uh, and that's probably going to run uh, contrary to what a lot of people's sentiments are, uh, and people are going to say, how dare you? I want to see what's going to happen when they try and take guns away from the good old boys down in Southern Illinois. It's, uh, I, I, I just, it, this is unbelievable. This can't be happening in America. You know, but I guess it is. This, this is, uh, this is what happens when a country becomes socialist and, uh, on its way, it's going to overshoot socialism right straight into communism in a couple more election cycles. So, uh, uh, I know it's inflammatory, but I think, you're going to see some problems. You're, you're, the 2020 riots are going to look like a picnic uh, when the people raise up against their oppressors. And, and again, just to just to kind of push back a bit, uh, this this is obviously a very passionate issue for you. Uh, what makes you so passionate about it? Well, I'll tell you why I'm passionate because I'm 79 years old. I fought for my country. I'm a disabled veteran. And I have watched this country just turn into a basically a uh, it's 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 turning into a socialist country, and nobody is doing it. Where's the outrage? You know, under the Bruin uh, recent Supreme Court Bruin thing, this is totally illegal. You know, and they're going to what, what they want to do is have all of the gun owners and or gun organizations and that. They want to bankrupt all of them, spending all their money on fighting, uh, spending it for litigation uh, uh, to fight against this stuff. And they know they're going to lose. See, we've got a we've got a, a democratic Supreme Court, and it's it's you know they'll probably agree with all this crap too. In the state of Illinois, or are you talking about the U.S. Supreme Federal. Court? Huh? And in, in the state of Illinois Supreme Court or the U.S. Supreme Court? The state Court? of Illinois is preponderantly. Democratic yeah. leftist uh, uh, justices. Yeah, but, but I think that the lawsuits that are going to be filed are going to be filed in federal courts. Okay, well, good. You know, but the, I mean, the Black Caucus better watch it. They pushed through, they rammed through the Safety Act, and look what happened there. You know, and now they're pushing through this thing. You know, and uh, but you've got minority groups like the African American uh, Second Amendment group that uh, says that this is going to criminalize minority communities. 
That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, I appreciate the call. And again, listen, your passion is obvious uh, and it's something that's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way with the stuff you said. Uh, and and you're, you're fully aware of that. But, you know, I asked why you're, you're saying these things. And obviously it's because you serve this country. Uh, you put your life on the line. And um, uh, I know you as an individual and uh, I, you and I haven't talked about your service, but I've had others tell me about your service and it was pretty uh, tumultuous. And uh, pretty uh, frightening as well, I would imagine. But putting your life on the line like that, I can I can see why you've got such passion. Uh, we'll get to more of your phone calls, 217-629-7970. That's the phone number here with Springfield's Morning News on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News. All right, back taking your calls at 217-629-7970. That's the phone number here. Uh, but did want to, again, kind of just revisit some of the proponents of this proposed gun ban and what their rationale is, uh, saying that uh, we don't need these, quote, weapons of war on our streets. And uh, Senate President Don Harmon making the closing argument last night on the Senate floor, talking about how he wants to get rid of these so-called weapons of war. And uh, here he is talking uh, right before the vote. This will not solve the problem, but this is absolutely a step in the right direction. I appreciate all of your support as we have negotiated what I believe is a much better bill than it started. I look forward to working with our partners in the House to pass this tomorrow and to put it on the governor's desk. We'll see you in court. So Senate President Don Harmon saying we will see you in court. I've got full phone lines racked up here. I will get to those here in just a moment. But another proponent of a proposed ban on certain weapons was a um, victim of the uh, Highland Park shooting. This is uh, the uh, Ashley Beasley playing audio from uh, somebody who sent her audio of a child uh, screaming at the Highland Park uh, shooting. Here's how that sounded at a House uh, Senate committee hearing. It was just too much for me. This is why we have to ban assault weapons. <laughs> Now, I did have somebody share with me a a bit of a sentiment here of um, uh, what they they say needs to happen. Shall we play the sounds of combat where countless young Americans sacrifice their lives to protect Americans' rights, including the rights to bear arms? And uh, the commenter goes on to say Illinois Democrats are communist anti-Americans. Uh, it's some strong language from some people, but obviously there's a lot of passion here. Full phone lines. We'll get to them. Good morning. You're on WMAY. Good morning, Greg. Hey, go ahead. Hey, I just had a question. Um, so police officers, private bodyguards, Pritzker's bodyguards, for example, uh, does this apply to them? Or Law enforcement's exempt, exempt. military's exempt, uh, private security's exempt during their jobs. Yeah, there are exemptions laid out in this. Oh, okay. So Pritzker won't have to live under what he says he's going to sign. Yeah, I mean, you know, you want uh, elected officials to be safe. Uh, so yeah, not, body- not that a bullet could penetrate that body anyway. But well, um, all right, we don't we don't need to get uh, we don't need ad hominem attacks though. But yeah, I appreciate the call. Thanks for holding. Uh, you're on the air. Good morning. What's up? Hey, what's going on, Greg? Hey. So, okay. <laughs> that, that, that gal, I, I feel for that soundbite. That's awful. 
But how many sound bites do we miss in Chicago when kids are getting shot by, and all the criminals that are using these illegal guns? Guns, we, we have to get out of this mindset that guns kill people. Guns do not. Cars do. Guns can. Knives can. The intent of the killer is what we have to fix. That's the problem. And one other quick thing. Did I hear that Joe Biden had illegal documents, classified <laughs> uh, documents in his closet? Yeah, uh, and, 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 and they're already <laughs> trying to say, listen, uh, you know, the, the the former vice president, current president turned those documents over whenever they were found. Uh, so, you know, people are already trying to uh, downplay that story. But that's another story for another day. I appreciate the call. Uh, we'll take more of them. Good morning. You're on WMAY, and the phone number is 217-629-7970. I got full phone lines. What's up? Hey, Bishop. Uh, first of all, the Highland shooting, if the laws and procedures that were in place would have been followed, that would not have happened. You've got Highland Park that had an assault weapons ban already in place, but you've got also state police that received a clear and present danger report on the suspect back in 2019. They didn't use that that report to block that individual from getting a FOID card and legally purchasing the rifle he allegedly used in that. Uh, yeah, so yeah, policies and procedures weren't followed in that instance. Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, register your, your gun and you, the people that are wondering who's going to take it, well, the bill forms the team that's going to kick your door down, the strike force. Yeah, and sure. the strike force is uh, supposed to focus on gun trafficking, but uh, you know, interesting that you bring that up, that that could be one element that's uh, used. And for people who kind of brush off those concerns that uh, nobody's going to come for your guns, nobody wants to take your guns, House Speaker Chris Welch said that uh, at a different hearing when they were proposing his bill, you've got uh, you know the, the sentiment out there that even in Connecticut, uh, the governor there, Ned Lamont, said that he wants to go after the thousands of firearms legally kept in Connecticut under grandfather clauses. So yeah, uh, registration can very well lead to confiscation. Yep, and again, the team's been formed. It's it's right there in the bill. That's who's going to kick your door down. That's all I got. Appreciate the call. 217-629-7970. Just opening it up for you to sound off because the House is going to take this up in the uh, committee this morning after the Senate passed it last night and expected that they're going to pass a ban on future sale of certain semi-automatic weapons, creating a registry for you to register those weapons with the serial number with state police, but also prohibiting the future sale of not just those weapons, but any magazines for long rifles over 10 rounds and any magazines for handguns over 15 rounds. So you can see where all of this is headed. Uh, the governor could possibly sign it by the end of the week if indeed it passes the House today. Uh, what are your thoughts? Should the House pass this legislation? Good morning. You're on the air. Go ahead. Going once. Going twice. Phone line's working, but your phone ain't. Appreciate the calls. Uh, stay tuned. Much more coming up. Maybe we continue your We've been taking your calls about whether the Illinois House should pass a ban on certain types of semi-automatic weapons and create a registry of those weapons that are already in possession that people purchased legally in the state of Illinois. 
Also, a move to prohibit the future sale of certain types of magazines, magazines that hold more than 10 rounds for rifles and magazines that hold more than 15 rounds for handguns. It seems to lessen a bit the idea of prohibiting magazines over 12 rounds, which would have wrapped in a whole host of commonly held handguns. So they seem to up that uh, to, to allow for those commonly owned handguns to not be wrapped up in this. But you still have commonly owned rifles, around 100 or so, that are listed in the most recent provision that the Senate passed last night that will lead to uh, a lot of people uh, possibly not complying with this. And that was something that State Senator Darren Bailey last night, he laid out in floor debate uh, about this proposal, saying that uh, he doesn't anticipate that uh, people are going to comply with this. Here is uh, State Senator Darren Bailey. Uh, during the vote of uh, the, the the Senate on uh, last night, uh, whenever they, they brought this up uh, of a Senate amendment to a House bill, and uh, Bailey saying that he's not going to comply. Just as the First Amendment protects modern forms of communications and the Fourth Amendment applies to modern forms of speech, the Second Amendment extends prima facie to all instruments that constitute bearable arms, even those that were not in existence in the time of our founding. Friends, you've got to know that the actions that you're taking right now are tyrannous, as my colleague Senator Bryant suggested. You also must know that uh, I and millions of other gun owners in this state will not comply. Your thoughts, 217-629-7970. That's the phone number here, live and local with Springfield's Morning News. You can also email bishoponair at gmail.com, or you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you can watch along live on YouTube and even comments there. Uh, and a lot of people interested in this, I tell you, uh, my, my YouTube views are through the roof when we talk about guns. Uh, my subscriptions are through the roof. Uh, if you help me get over a thousand, uh, that'd be pretty incredible. We're looking at uh, just shy of uh, 250 more YouTube subscribers, and I'll have more than a thousand. That's pretty incredible. But hey, it's all about just getting the information out to you so that you're more informed and able to sound off. And that's what we do with the phone lines, opening it up for you to call in at 217 629 7970. Good morning. You're on WMAY. Yeah, I don't know why the legislature thinks the police are all of a sudden going to be more efficient at, at stopping crime by taking care of, of these weapons. Because right now we're having a problem with the fact that we have so many laws on the books and no one's being charged with them. No one's being sent to jail for long periods of time. One of the things I learned when I was down in Florida is I got into a cab in one of the worst neighborhoods in Florida. And I said to the cab driver, I said, I'm surprised you're here. If I was in downtown Chicago, I'd be looking for a cab trying to get you here. He goes, oh, I don't ever worry about it. I said, why? Because the gun laws are so strict down there, nobody wants to rob a cab driver with a gun. Never thought about that. Gee, I wonder what would happen if we actually prosecuted the gun laws that we have. I mean, we already know the state police can't manage FOID. How in the heck are they going to register every gun? Well, and that was brought up on the Senate floor as well, uh, especially with the idea that a lot of people uh, had their Second Amendment rights uh, in suspension because the state police had a backlog of firearm owner identification and concealed carry license applications. Remember that? It was going on for like a year in some instances. People waiting months beyond what the legal limit was and who was held accountable for that. 
Was anybody uh, at at uh, state police fired? Was anybody at state police fired for the um, clear and present danger report not being followed up in the Highland Park suspect? Uh, was uh, was there any accountability for that other than them just saying, oh, we changed the rule, everything's fine? Uh, that has not been thoroughly addressed, uh, but there's a lot of concern out there. Uh, but, you know, just to push back a little bit, listen, people go to wait, go away for crimes all the time. Uh, you might have criticism about Kim Fox out of uh, Cook County uh, and the idea of... Um, you know, uh, mutual combatants. Uh, we've seen that happen at least one time where gang members were shooting at each other and no charges were filed because uh, it was considered uh, mutual combatants. Uh, but uh, listen, people do go away for crimes. Uh, and, and it's interesting to see that, um, uh, you know, it's, it, it depends on the jurisdiction you're in, I guess. Uh, but what's also interesting is if this law passes in the Illinois House today and then the governor signs it, by the end of the week, possibly, uh, you could see legis- the litigation filed and the courts could possibly move to halt implementation until the courts deal with this. Uh, so uh, looking to, to see those lawsuits, when they're filed, where they're filed, likely going to be in federal court, uh, and then uh, the process is going to play out from there. And a lot of people pointing to recent U.S. Supreme Court decisions saying that it's no longer about balancing interests. You can't you can't say uh, just to make somebody feel safe, you can limit constitutional rights. That's not how your civil rights work. You can't limit somebody's civil rights just because it may make somebody feel safer. Uh, and 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 that seems to be the argument that, that stuck in some cases years ago. But the U.S. Supreme Court has uh, seemingly changed that trajectory to instead say, no, it's it's text and tradition. It's it's looking at the actual text of that civil rights, the Second Amendment, and um, also the tradition of what the Second Amendment ultimately means. Doesn't have anything to do with sports shooting. Doesn't have anything to do with hunting. It's a well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Yeah, you can dissect that sentence. Well-regulated, some people, including Senate President Don Harmon and others who advocate for gun control, seem to think that that means you can regulate. They they, they believe that well-regulated means more laws on guns. But if you go back into the history of the Second Amendment, And then you even just read the rest of it, shall not be infringed as the ending clause goes contrary to the idea of more regulations. Uh, People pointing to the text and tradition of the Second Amendment and well-regulated, meaning in good working order. A, a, a group of people, a body of people outside of uh, government being ready and in good working order. A well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state. Not safe from deer, not safe from clay pigeons, not safe from, you know, target practice, uh, safe as in from tyranny. Uh, And that well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms. Uh, That's the Second Amendment. Right after the First Amendment's rights, free assembly, free speech, free press, free religion. Uh, So... These arguments are going to be heard in court, uh, but the Illinois House set to take up this legislation, uh, and they could vote for it today. Good morning. You're on WMAY. You're on the air. Go ahead. 
Yeah, sorry about that. Um, I'm just wondering why, if they wanted a registry, um, it'd be it'd be a lot more simple to just get the registration from the ATF because when you purchase a weapon, it is registered with the ATF. Um, so I <laughs> um, I don't understand why the state wouldn't just request that list of the people that live in the state of Illinois and it's already put together for them. Um, but I don't know how the willing thing. the ATF is to just hand over uh, those records to people, uh, law enforcement, even state law enforcement, unless a law has been broken. Right. You can't just hand over entire lists of, of these of these documents. I appreciate the calls. I got to take a break. And uh, coming back, I do want to talk about covid-19 a little bit with the governor reissuing another disaster proclamation.